Beloved, I welcome you to another podcast. Today, we're going to look at the subject of the weight of sacrificial prayer. The potency, the efficacy, the weight of sacrificial prayer. Now, beloved, hear me. Prayer can be in levels. The level of your dedication and commitment. The level of your seriousness, involvement. In this case, we are the level of your sacrifice. What price are you willing, and I'm not talking about money, no. What sacrifice are you willing to make attention for the heavens to take you seriously what price are you make willing to make for the kingdom of darkness to take notice and to know that you really mean business this time What price are you willing to pay for the heavens to enter your prayer into the archives of eternity? There are prayers recorded in scripture as a result of the sacrifices that individuals like you and I were willing to make and to pay. The sacrifice of time. The sacrifice of yourself. Where everything else become secondary. You push everything else aside and stay focused. Too many of us are easily distracted. Distraction is the nemesis of focus. There's too much ongoing, too many distractions. Telephone, television, internet, just too much. Where you can set a time and a season aside, go on a retreat and spend time with God in prayer. The wait of sacrificial prayer.
in that book of 2 Kings chapter number 3, 14 through 27, we see the siege of Moab, a Moabite king and his army as they besieged the nation of Israel and attempted to choke Israel until they are completely defeated. It was in the time and the season when Jehoshaphat, a righteous king, just happened to be on the throne. The Bible says Jehoshaphat sent mercenaries to see the prophet Elisha. To hear the word of the Lord through prayer. He wanted the word of the Lord through prayer before venturing into this battle. Let me paraphrase that scripture and then we'll come back to the message. 2 Kings 3, 14 through 27. Second Kings chapter number 3. Mm. And Elisha, reading from verse 13, paraphrasing, and Elisha said unto the king of Israel, what have I to do with thee? Get thee to the prophets of thine fathers. I'm sorry, Je Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah. Get thee to the prophets of thine father and to the prophets of thine mother. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord hath called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Elisha said, The Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand surely, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I will not look toward thee, nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played, that the hand of the Lord came upon his prophet. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thou sayest the Lord, Ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both you and your cattle and your beasts. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord, and he will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. Wow. Elijah made it clear. He said to Jehoshaphat, 
had it not been because of your presence, I will not regard Ahab, who was king of Israel. God is angry at the wicked all the time. God is angry at the wicked all the time. And their prayer is not heard, for it is an abomination up to God to remain wicked consistently and believe that from that state you can be calling God at the same time and have a favorable verdict or response. If you must hear from God, depart from wickedness. If you must hear from God and have your prayers be effectual, you're going to walk away from wickedness. One of the most wicked kings of the nation of Israel, if not the most wicked, was Ahab and Jezebel, his wife. They wrought such wickedness, they brought Balaam to the land, sacrificed so many children and the prophets of God upon their diabolical altars. And now a day came when he ran into trouble, Facing annihilation, he ran to a righteous king because he understood that God hears the prayer of the righteous. And Jehoshaphat stood in the gap and sent representatives. To Elisha the prophets. It was a price they were willing to pay to humble themselves before God and to do and obey the voice and the command of the Lord God through his prophets. And so it was, they came to the prophet, the prophet began to engage prayer. Part of that prayer involved a minstrel, worship, worship, worship. Beloved, worship adds so much to your prayer. It creates the atmosphere. It sets the stage. Gives you the comfort of a spiritual atmosphere that you can flow in. You know, the Bible says that God indwells the praises of Israel, of his people. When you engage prayer and you begin with worship, God is automatically invited because Praises and worship is an automatic invitation for God to come. He comes to indwell, to indwell. And everything else that follows thereafter. Israel woke up and they did their sacrifices as the prophet had told them. 
And the word of the Lord was that God was, would deliver the Moabites into their hands and they will annihilate them and take back lands and cities. But as the war started and the Moabite king sensing defeat decided to raise the bar. He was now going to bring his sacrifice. Second Kings chapter number three. Listen to what he did. Then the king of Moab took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead and offered him for a bent offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel and they departed from him and returned to their own land. A heathen king brought a sacrifice that caused an indignation because it was the sacrifice of human blood. Now, human blood is the highest sacrifice you will ever... That is why the blood of Jesus became the highest of them all. Now, God is not asking you to go sacrifice anybody. No, no, no. Please hear me, beloved. God is not asking you to sacrifice anybody. But there are other forms of sacrifices you can bring to the table. Your time, your talent, your prayer. There are so many people you are in competition with when it comes to certain positions, especially in governments. These are some of the reasons you can't envy anybody because you don't know what diabolical sacrifice they are bringing to the table. Don't fight or envy anybody. Stay in your lane. Bring your sacrifice, your time, your prayer, your fasting. Bring it to the table and stay there until heaven responds. The God you serve is not the God of the abandoned projects. He will finish what he promised and what he began. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive understanding. Receive the unction, the grace, the what it takes, what it takes to sacrifice all until God responds with a tenderous answer. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. God is waiting for your sacrificial prayer. He sees all and he knows all. He is the beginning and the ending. He knows the intents of your heart. He weighs what is on a man's heart. Don't bring God left over. 
Don't bring God what you can do without. Bring him your very best. If it is prayer, bring him your best prayer. If it is time, give him your best time. God in the beginning, God in the middle, God at the very end. And that cycle continues, repeat, repeat, repeat. God, 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 God. And the God who hears in secret will answer your prayer and show you great and mighty things. Not just great, but additional mighty things that he has laid in store for those who love him and fear him. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the head of any man what God has laid up in store for those who love him. That revelation will come to you by the reason of your sacrifice upon the altar of prayer. We saw how much Hannah was willing to sacrifice the priest saw her and thought she was drunk so early in the morning. <laughs> oh, but when her sacrifice paid off and she took seed, Samuel, Samuel was the answer who became one of the greatest prophets in the land of Israel. His word did not fall to the ground. Her prayer was not about herself. No, her prayer was about the work of God. She saw a need in the house of the Lord. And she prayed, God, if you will give me a man-child, I will win that man-child and give him back unto you for the work of the ministry. For you do need somebody to service the house. And God honored her sacrificial prayer. What sacrifice are you willing to bring to the table? What sacrifice are you willing to make? In an earlier podcast, we did mention that the prayers this day have become so mundane, full of ourselves and void of God, so very little about the things of God and the kingdom of God and the agenda and the purposes of God in the earth. Everything has to do with me, me, me. We have prayer meetings that are organizing that sensory prayer meetings and all the subject is about me, 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 me. If you and I must have favorable verdict from the kingdom of God, from the courts of heaven, we must pray godly prayers and bring unusual sacrifices of our time through fasting and prayer. 
dedication, determination, and focus. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus until the next podcast. Love you.